There's so many things that happen behind closed doors that we don't know about. And if I would not be a board member on the FNGLA, I would not know about this. The two featured individuals are representing Costa Farms, FNGLA, and Florida Farm Bureau. Two very powerful people. And if they're here speaking about this topic, you guys know it's for a reason. So in this episode, you're going to hear on how this came about, what is proposed in the current ordinance, how can this affect you, and what you can do today. You would think this heat ordinance is for employee safety only, but it's a lot more than that. I want you guys to listen to this episode, share this episode. We need the industry as a whole to wake up. Are you ready to grow? The Plant Movement with Willie Rodriguez of A's Ornamental Nursery in sunny South Florida is the podcast for those in the nursery business, garden centers, landscapers, power growers, and plant enthusiasts. Willie is a passionate leader in the plant movement and has helped others grow their business into multi-million dollar companies. This show will save you time, money, and headaches through top-notch education and by connecting you to experts in the industry. Let's grow. Here's your host, Willie Rodriguez. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. Today's podcast is very important, and we have two very important individuals here that know way too much about this topic, and they're going to be talking about everything that you need to know, whether you know about the heat ordinance or not. You're going to want to listen to this because they have a lot of information. These are the two individuals that are on the forefront of what this is and how this can affect just nursery growers. It's basically agriculture, horticulture, and construction, what you need to know for the employer, for the landlord, for your partner, for your coworker, and for the employees. We're going to be diving in. I'm going to let them introduce themselves. We're going to start off with you, madam. Hello. My name is Ariana Cabrera de Oña. I am the Senior Vice President, Chief People Officer, and General Counsel for Costa Farms, mm-hmm. which is just a long-winded way of saying I manage people and legal for okay. Costa Farms. Okay. I've been with Costa Farms in this industry for 17 years. 17 years. So you're mm-hmm. passionate about the industry. I really am. And you know a little bit about it. I know a little bit about it. <laughs> and you, my friend? Yes. I'm Barney Rutsky. I've been in the industry my entire life. My family moved here in 1907 from vegetable farming to tropical fruit farming, now in the nursery industry. And I've worked in all aspects of agriculture, from the fields to management to canning in the shops. So I can understand the heat and all the aspects of it also. Yeah, 100%. I'm also president of the Dade County Farm Bureau here and vice president of Dade County FNGLA chapter. Mm -hmm. And I'm on the Ag Practice Board, which is an advisory board for Miami-Dade County on Ag issues, and I'm on the TREC Tropical Research and Education Board advisory board also. And TREC is with UF, the yes, University, University of, of Florida. Yeah, if you guys don't know what that is, so you're you're on a couple boards. Yes, Just a few. Yes, congratulations. Told you he knows a lot. <laughs> Congratulations. You guys, you guys are awesome. I'm very glad you guys are here today. So I want to start off, guys, we're going to be breaking it down into four categories. How did this ordinance come about? Uh, What has been proposed in the ordinance? How can this affect our listeners or people in the industry down here in these three categories in Miami-Dade County? And what can people do today? So let's start. I I wanted to know, I wanted to start with how did this come to pass? How did we get here? If you can enlighten everyone on that. So this is a heat ordinance proposed in Miami-Dade County. There was a heat ordinance that was proposed Mm -hmm. 
several months back by a different commissioner. And once we were able to have some good conversations about, you know, our practices and the fact that OSHA already governs heat standards. Excuse me. That was OSHA for you guys, just so you know, is the Occupational Safety and Health Administration. Correct. Sorry. Part of the Department of Labor. It's a federal agency. So once we had those conversations, the the heat ordinance, you know, they realized that there was no need for it and it went away. Very quietly, a new heat ordinance was proposed late in the summer and it was proposed by Commissioner McGee and Commissioner Bestien, the prime co-sponsors on this. And as soon as we in agriculture found out what, you know, that this had been proposed and it was actually much worse even than, than a California style heat ordinance. Once we found that, that that it had been proposed, we mobilized through Farm Bureau, through FNGLA and a few of us from Costa Farms to go start talking to commissioners to ensure that they knew what was in it. I know we're going to talk in a, mm-hmm. in a minute, we're going to talk mm-hmm. about what's in it exactly. But just to kind of give you some of the history on here, honestly, and you know, Barney can back me up on this, we were not able to get in front of commissioners mm-hmm. to have these discussions. We would call and make appointments with their offices and nine times out of 10, we met with staff who were who were great and very knowledgeable and, you know, open to hearing what we had to say, but we never had a chance to speak to commissioners. And and that's important because one of the things that's, that, that just blows my mind with all of this is that in the ordinance itself, in the proposed ordinance, in, in one of the whereas clauses, which is, you know, legal jargon print. for, the yeah, fine print. Mm-hmm. for like, you know, their explanation as to why we need it. They cited a study that had been conducted by WeCount which is a local labor activist organization. Mm -hmm. And in that study, they cited the need for this heat ordinance based on 11 interviews that were conducted in 2015 and 300 surveys that were conducted in 2016. Okay. Okay. And these were by people in agriculture, horticulture, construction? They were actually all people in horticulture specifically. In horticulture. In horticulture specifically. Okay. So they they released a study back in 2018. And again, and I'm emphasizing this because- It's a long time ago. It's a long time ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And although, you know, they try to be very slick about it and they say, oh, you know, yeah, so it's 45 years ago. No, no. Mm -hmm. Seven and eight years ago, respectively, we're talking about. So all of this ordinance and all of this concern was based on very- old data that did not take into consideration current conditions, current practices, mm-hmm. and, and, and any of the current oversight that we as in the agriculture and horticulture industry have. So now you've got an ordinance that's proposed that will discriminatorily, I hope I said that right, um, affect only agriculture and construction. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because agriculture, not a- horticulture, and construction. It does not apply to any other outdoor worker in Miami-Dade County. So it doesn't apply to, let's say, the guy that's uh, that does irrigation for a living. No. So landscaping? Unless unless they're doing irrigation on our farms. So it's only for farmland. So a landscaper (laughs) will not, this does not affect them. Correct. So they they crafted something that was very specific and very targeted at only two, and I'm going to group agriculture and horticulture together. Mm -hmm. And never once did anybody call Farm Bureau. I mean, listen, they could have solved three phone calls just by calling Barney, Mm -hmm. right? They could have covered Farm Bureau, FNGLA, TREC, the Ag Advisory Board. They never called, you know, Costa Farms is is a pretty large employer down here. Mm -hmm. They never called us to ask us what. And, going on. And to me, it is very pointed because it doesn't, you know, if you think about all the other industries or businesses that are outside, mm-hmm. that are outside, I, I would think it would be a heat ordinance for the entire Miami-Dade County. If they really cared 
then they would incorporate it for all outdoor workers. Okay. Correct. Yeah, and because it's only for the workers of these categories. Of these two categories. Which doesn't make sense because it should be for everybody they, in Miami-Dade. You keep hearing about all these people that have gotten sick from the heat and mm -hmm. that have died from the heat. Mm -hmm. There, we... Honestly, there hasn't been anybody that has died. I mean, I, I think I look back for the last five years mm -hmm. or seven years. I mean, we could go farther back. Mm -hmm. No one's died from heat. From heat. It's in construction or agriculture. Okay. Correct. Again, I'm grouping in horticulture there. The OSHA has not reported any direct deaths, the cause of which was directly attributable to heat. And then there was a death in July on a on a local farm and the toxicology and and autopsy report. you know report from the medical examiner's office did not cite heat as a contributory factor and neither did OSHA. It was obviously a, a sad event, right? I mean, mm -hmm. and, and look, and, and maybe we should have started with this. We really care about our employees. 100%. This is the, you know, the, without our employees, we, as you know, any, both of you any, guys, any, we don't, any, we don't have anything, mm -hmm. you know, and, and go ahead. Bernie. I was going to say, we, I mean, we already give our employees water. It's already mm -hmm. mandated through our mm -hmm. worker protection standards, which OSHA. Mm -hmm. um, no, OSHA, no. OSHA regulates it. But then we have a worker protection standards through the Florida Department of Agriculture and Consumer Service mm -hmm. that um, requires us to have water, requires us to have bathrooms. And they come out and check. Also, I know plenty of farmers that have been they come to the fields and then they oh, you don't have your bathrooms. Mm -hmm. You're you're shut down until you get a bathroom here right now. OK. And they do that. Yeah. And it's already in place. Yeah. That's why it doesn't make sense for those new heat ordinance when we only already have these other two organizations looking over us and OSHA with their fines because somebody can complain and say oh I'm they're not giving us water or something and they can complain to these organizations they'll come out and research it and look at us and fine us yeah. and there's been multiple companies in the area in the last year that have been getting checked yeah I feel like this industry is hasn't changed no. in a long time so no. everything's been put into place that needs to be put into place for a long long time I feel like you know that that's just my two cents on that yeah the, these are this is you know it, it not only is it the right thing to do right in terms of of the water rest shade right which is the premise of, of and it the is ordinance. hot yeah it, right we, we all recognize that it's the right thing to do we do it and and it also makes sense you know we like this is not an easy labor market no. you know we all have to be at the top of our game mm -hmm. in order to keep you know the employees, keep happy. The, the employees mm -hmm. happy there there is you know there it, it just again it, it's just very surprising and just not having kind of a re, like they need a reality check you know as to what is actually going on down here this is not you know the the implication that we are not taking care of our people just no they wouldn't flies in the face of everything that's they, rational. they wouldn't come to work right and then it's 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 normal to water, you know, maybe some ice even, you know, water, ice and give them break. The lunch truck shows up, let them grab food from the lunch truck. Who cares? Have your lunch, take your breaks. However, every nursery does it differently. Some have an hour break at midday. Mm -hmm. Some do it, you know, periodically throughout the day. They give a two hour break throughout it's, the whole day. It, or it's as needed. Our employees, needed. Um, they take, if they got to go to the restroom, they go, they to, go the to the restroom. restroom. If they need a drink of water, they go get a drink yeah. of water. It's as they need. And it's, and it's normal. I feel like no one's on top of them saying, hey, uh, you can't be going to the bathroom this much or you can't be going and drinking water this much. It's not that. You know, I feel like a lot of the environments out here are very open where people can do what they want as long as the job's getting done for the day. Mm -hmm. Going back to, um, you know, how this all came about, that that's how it came about. You know, it was okay. kind of, a, you know, very quiet. Were these people in the industry? Were no. these people in the industry that no, started I mean, we, this? We count as a, as a labor activist organization. If you look them up online, it, mm -hmm. you know, their their mission is to, I guess, uh, speak on behalf of, of, of employees. employees in agriculture and construction. Which is industries. great. I, I think what, yes. they're, what they're doing is 
awesome because there are industries or there are certain people that do, you know, treat mm -hmm. their employees bad. But as a whole, but as a whole, I don't think it's yeah. I don't think it's 100 percent. Yeah. And 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 the county, again, never it, look. And this is, you know, a bit of irony. But but back during covid, which I think is probably one of the biggest challenges that we've faced as an industry all over. Right. Not just our industry. The county worked with us so closely in having masks, testing, 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 masks, vaccination away. drives, mm -hmm. you know, so much so education. that education, education. And so that, much so that, you know, mm -hmm. when all across the country, farm uh, workers and it was all over the press, you know, that the farm worker population was being hit disproportionately by by the covid mm -hmm. um, outbreak. The CDC came to Miami-Dade County and they met with us. They toured our facilities and they took back best practices for the rest of the country. And so I, you know, it, it, again, it was just so it was just like, how did it, like when it made sense for us to work together, we worked together beautifully as an industry with the county. Yeah. In this case, nobody reached out. Yeah, there hasn't been nobody any practices. No one said and, how it's supposed to be done. And nobody and they nobody asked ask cons and nobody asked all. construction either. Okay. That's been confirmed. How this came about, it was a big old blindside. So <laughs> that's so, how it and, came about. And we count is more or less being run by an attorney also. Okay. And it seems like it's kind of going that direction. That's another reason for this, because then there can be a lot of lawsuits. Yeah. From <laughs> so we're gonna get into that. And then um but and it seems like there's other I mean how it came about too from that mm -hmm. aspect. And at the same time, then you have some labor unions that are involved in with them also mm -hmm. that are trying to possibly unionize the um, industry. Okay. So talk to us and tell us what is proposed in this ordinance, aside from what we've spoken about, but what's in that fine print that has, you know, most of the people that know about this ordinance upset? One of the things are the fines and the fines and and the department that the county is going to start is going to be fine based okay. so it's going to be strictly run and paid for by fines so then that that just means the inspector is going to come out he's going to find something wrong mm -hmm. so they can raise money yeah. for their department mm -hmm. yeah so th this is one of the you know one of the really most objectionable parts for us which is the creation of a new um agency or a new office in Miami-Dade County dedicated to the health and welfare so it's not just heat right and so mm -hmm. what we what we start to see is that that, that this can Encourage. Health and welfare. Yeah. So where's the health heat ordinance safety. in that? Yeah, it's not just, I, I can't remember now if it's health and safety or health and welfare, hum, you know, welfare of, of employees in Miami-Dade County. But in any event, it doesn't exist right now. Mm -hmm. um, it would be newly formed and funded 100% by fines. And post. it will be fines in the agriculture, horticulture, and, and construction, construction industries only. Only. When there's right. a bunch of other industries that are outside labor as well. And, and so what, what happens is that right now, you know, we'll say, well, you know, is that really that bad? Well, look, first of all, OSHA already does this, right? Mm -hmm. And OSHA has a set of rules in place that we all follow, that we all know what they are, and they have to give us notice, for example, before they come onto our properties. In this, Ordinance. there is none of that. Oh, wow. So what it opens up really, and, and I think what's most concerning and what should be concerning to everybody. people listening to this mm -hmm. is that now the county would have the unfettered right to come onto our properties, presumably under under heat, but they could be looking for all kinds of other things because there is th this would open the door to an expansion there. It's so unclear, but what we don't we don't want that door to open. I mean, we've got they could start regulating. Place. Every other Every aspect, aspect of our businesses. I mean, they could come on. So they say they're coming in to look at heat. They could see an issue or see when you're a tractor driver, someone driving a tractor. They're like, 
I think I need to start regulating the tractor driving. They need licenses to drive the tractors or this or that. Yeah, it can, it's, it's, it's open can, doors. Yes. Now, what are what are some of the reasons people can get fines based off this new ordinance? Yeah, so the, so the fines are based on the proposed ordinance says you have to have a heat plan in place, which okay. we do already. We need mm-hmm. to have that in place for OSHA. We which would is have just to, water. Well, no. water rest, water rest. And, and, and shade, right? Yeah. We, you know, under the general welfare clause of okay. OSHA, we have to provide break rooms. And so this would mandate having this and then every having a mandatory 10, 10 minute break every two hours. That's paid for. Yes. Okay. Having a um, enough shade area, as it's described, so that every person on your work site could stand without touching each other. So it's pretty specific on on infrastructure there. It applies to every outdoor environment, including people working under pole shade barn, house or for pole example. Barn. Okay. Yeah, that, that do, do have, you know, cover from the sun. From the sun, it has a very specific range on the temperature of the water. So when you of ask the, of the heat of, of the, the water, water of the water, so when you ask, you know, how do how are the fines imposed? The fines are imposed because if they can come and test your water, and if it's one degree off, fines of ranging from a thousand to three thousand dollars per person they have a very specific uh, what range is, is it 70? It's 30 35 to 77 77 so, i mean that under 35 is basically ice right. but um so so at least 77 yeah. degrees <laughs> a maximum of 77 degrees okay right. and then uh, one and some other aspects of that is you have to verbally tell the people Every oh, yes. two hours and every two you hours. You have to verbally tell them. And if you don't Remind verbal, them to, right, drink, to water. drink water, take a break and drink water. And you could get fined if you don't. If they if you don't tell them. Don't tell them. So that's physically calling every single individual on staff, letting them know that they have well, to stop and drink you water. You actually have to have enough supervision so that you've got a supervisor per 20 employees that would be there to tell them that every Physically. So for every 20 employees, you got to have a supervisor now in place to be able to tell them they need to drink water, which is something that they obviously know to drink water. So if I'm not mistaken, you can get a fine for not telling them to drink water. Is that correct? That is correct. If you don't, you know, if you don't have that reminder in place and look, and, and one of the, you know, one of the outcomes of all of this that we see is that you're going to be creating a pretty antagonistic environment, right? Where Mm -hmm. it becomes very easy for an employee, because there is, and gosh, there's just so many problems with this. And the fine there, print. There, yeah, there's no due process. So, which means that once the fine is imposed, there's no appeal process. You can't appeal it. You cannot appeal it. So, of course. What are the fines ranging in? Between $1,000 and $3,000 per person. So, if per you employee. have 10, to say you have 10 people working in the field, that's, let's just say a $2,000 fine. So, that's going to be 2,000 times those 10 employees. Yeah. So, guys, yeah. listen $20, to this. $20,000. So, every day you have to tell them every two hours to drink water. If you skip one time because you had a vacation planned or your wife got sick or now you're in the hospital, now you have your whole staff that can sue you on top of getting a fine just because you didn't tell them to drink water. And that's how it works. And you were also saying, which that is not fair in my opinion, you were also saying that if you're Co-worker. Yes. Talk earlier. about the co-worker. Uh, everybody's liable on this. So even your co-worker working with you, say someone's getting heat exhaustion. If you don't recognize that and report it, then you could actually fall as a potentially liable for that person also. So you can get sued. So, so the, and it the, goes all the way to the landowners, all the way down the line from employees to supervisors, owners, landowners, and so on. So everybody can get sued across the board. Everybody can get sued. And, and look, and this is this is an extension of liability. And I think that, you know, I can get really technical on this, but I'm going to keep it very simple, which is right now you're responsible for your employees. Mm-hmm. When, they're out, when they're here. 
You're mm-hmm. right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're responsible for your employees. This creates an expansion of liability on both ends, right? Meaning that now you're responsible not only for your employees, but any potential subcontractors or farm labor contractors that come on your, uh, you hire somebody to put up additional shade. Mm-hmm. They're the experts, right? You yeah. hire, you're responsible for them also. Just like construction. A lot of construction yes. is subcontracting. subcontracting. Yeah. So, so, so yeah. it expands that liability downward. And then it, as you mentioned, expands the liability upward because now it's not just, you know, me as a supervisor or me as a direct farm manager, let's call mm-hmm. it, but it's the owners. They could be silent owners. The landlord. Mm-hmm. The landlord. Um, so That's everybody crazy. along the chain gets liability. That's So if you get a fine, then you're going to be put into a public database. Then that would cr- allow for that to happen. Attorneys. Yes, to, attorneys to, to get a hold of and they just put everybody on notice. So you- and, and, it, and it expressly gives an additional cause of action. So mm-hmm. a new way to sue. Right. So, you know, if, if you're a bad actor out there and you're an employer and, and you're negligent, right, grossly negligent for for how you treat your employees, mm-hmm. there's already a cause Oof. of action yeah, available. Is. And there are retaliation causes of action. There are like lots of ways as employers that we can already get sued. Mm-hmm. This creates additional ways additional. that we can get sued. Do you think there's a reason why it's targeting our industries? Do they want nurseries and farmers down here in Miami-Dade County? They want us out of here. And construction workers, because it makes it almost impossible for a peaceful working place because you can, you know, it, it, it can be a battle zone. I think the it's the, the organization that's pushing it. And I think it's I think it's for attorneys that benefits attorneys for the lawsuits and and unionizing the workforce. Do you think that the that, um, organization that's doing this, do you think that they know the effects of what this will cause to this strong, powerful, impactful, wonderful, beautiful industry? And the construction industry? I don't believe the politicians for sure don't. Okay. Because, I mean, they're just think they're making themselves look good, feel good by trying to pass something that we already have rules in place for. And no, I don't think they realize how I don't even think the politicians read it all the way through okay. before they it got proposed. Okay. They did not understand how it would have, or even think about how it would affect us. Because yeah, this is and, like, a, and they didn't ask us. They didn't ask. This I, is like a news on that. Oh, I know I'm like, it, man, you know, like, I mean, hey, I, we're, we, you know, everybody has my phone number. I yes, asked, just, I told McGee, uh, he came to one of the ag practice board meetings unannounced. And I told him, you didn't talk to anyone. I'm president of Farm Bureau. I know all, Every farmer in the area, because mm-hmm. I grew up here, and not you did not talk to anyone. He couldn't answer it, so he just uh, danced around it. I, I, and I see that you guys are very passionate about it, and and me as well. You know, I've born and raised out here, seventeen years with Costa. Mm-hmm. You your whole life, fourth generation, nineteen oh five, nineteen oh seven. You know, so these these guys are very credible in just their passion behind it and why they feel a certain way. It's not fair to the community. At the end of the day, we're just we're just trying to make it happen. You know, we have the economy against us. We have competition against us. We have price hikes against us. We have labor shortages against us. We have so many things up against us. And now we're getting slapped with something else that, um, that yeah, this, could potentially this just felt like, yeah, this can like sink this the ship. Was, this was, yeah. And look, and it, it just felt, it felt personal, you know, yeah. cause it's like, you're, you're taking the word of one organization that we don't care about our people. Yeah. Come on. And like, and no one like knows, that, too, you know, that we like we are. Know? We're we're upset. We take yeah. it personally because yeah. we do yeah. every day. No. And you can go and everyone has a smile. You can go to any nursery here and say hi to the guy that's attending you. And I guarantee you he'll have a smile on his face. And that that's just how it is out here. And real quick, the statistics that they keep quoting about people getting sick from the heat or having heat exhaustion or deaths or any of that. Go look and see 
where that's from. It's a lot of people from the city. It's the people from um, out of town that are not used to our heat. To the heat. It's not the elderly who might not have air conditioning. um, That aren't working even in agriculture. And and the tourist, they just happen to be in Miami-Dade County. You got to look at the details, but it's not our employees in the area. No, our employees would come up to us and say, hey, boss, I'm really, I'm, 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 it's too hot. Right. It's too hot. Can I, can I work? Can I work from seven to 12 and then I'll come back Mm -hmm. at five and I'll work at night? Or take They'll figure it out. They'll yeah. take you know? a break. Go sit down yeah. and have your water. Yeah, I mean, exactly. No one's going to say you have to keep working. You know, it's not like that out here at all. Yeah, this, this is this a very is, loving industry. Is, it is a loving industry. And and look, they and, and Barney just alluded to it. They have a passion or they feel a passion for why this is needed. Mm-hmm. Our big problem is that, again, they didn't talk to us. Yeah, we haven't. You and, guys haven't communicated. And, and, each yeah, other. and number two the facts are getting distorted. Yeah. And, you know, so for example, there was a health committee meeting on September 11th and they organized a shrine, a memorial to the 19 people that had died from heat. If you looked at that, wow, you'd be like, wow, what a big problem. This is, oh my God, of course mm-hmm. we have to solve this. Mm-hmm. Of course. However, when you Googled the people, only one was from Miami-Dade County. Wow. So that is a, that, that to me is misconstruing. And that. it was from heat. That part, you know, we didn't have access to the okay, medical reports. Miami-Dade County, it wasn't a, one of the workers from the industry, was it? Well, there was one worker, the gentleman who I mentioned at the very beginning. Oh, recently. Who, okay. Yeah, that, that gentleman was within, the, within that group. It was either 17 or 19 people. But the other, either 16 right. or 18 people, were not from Miami-Dade County. Many wow. of them weren't, most of them weren't even from Florida. Florida. They were from Nevada and New Mexico and California. Which there it gets 105, 110 degrees. But that's not what's being talked about that's not what's being disclosed and yeah. so that's the part that we just feel like hey we need to get out there and that's what we have been doing is to get out there and try and get some of the facts out and at the same time sitting down with them and asking for what's the need like yeah. what are we solving for for real yeah no they, i feel like it should be everybody they they, they want to do something impactful for the employees i'm all for it 100 come talk to the people that lead the industry go talk to the owners go talk to the people in the industry let's go have a meeting let's do a parade you know we can talk to every single person and give the, get their opinion from the employees and see how something can be created that is already created which is osha but maybe just tweaked a little bit for today's standards so we talked about what's in the bill. Is there anything else you want to talk about that has that's in the ordinance? To lay it all out, there was a um, revised ordinance that was uh, put out there right before the, the health committee meeting on September 11th. There were some changes made there. We had a kind of a crazy sunshine meeting where, where we were just kind of forced to throw out numbers and, mm-hmm. you know, do like a quick negotiation. However, not, not truly agreeing to it, mm-hmm. right? Something was put out. There were improvements in that version. However, there were discussions where even that was all put into doubt. Yeah, like we're almost there. So I just wanted to, you know, there there, there, there was some headway made. Mm-hmm. Um, but you guys but haven't seen it. And right. We have seen it. You have seen it in writing, but we don't know that they're standing behind it. Okay. So one thing, one thing we never talked about is what is considered high heat, right? For the so that, then that's a, that's an important change point. as well, correct? That was one of the points that were changed, but that was one of the points that were kind of backtracked. Oh yeah, yes, yes, they were backtracking. So, on right. That one. So that yeah, that, can that's you explain what, that yes. real quick? Because it's not Fahrenheit. It's not the temperature of your thermometer. It's the heat index. Index, right. which is different right. than your thermometer. Can, uh, Ninety degree heat index was what was in the original ordinance. Right. 
which it could be maybe 78 degrees out and you can have that index met because of our high humidity. When you take temperature plus humidity and combine them, it causes a higher heat index. index. So you could say I have seven. I'm, I don't know my number. Your math 100%. Math, math, math. It was somewhere between 78 and 80 degrees. And you so if it's 80 it, degrees yes. outside, you're still over the heat index you and you still have to do this index. process. Usually with our high humidity here, yes. Which is 10 months out of the year. Yeah, it's most of the year. And and so as part of this negotiation. Technically, it could happen at night here. Yeah, yeah, very much. Yeah. So as part of this negotiation, we changed that to 95 degrees Fahrenheit. So a straight temperature. But again, that was being backtracked. 95 straight temperature. Yeah, because normally it's where that would land. It's 85 between 85 and 90. Eight months out of the year. Normally, right. Normally. And look, and that's, again, a lot of just misinformation. When they talk about, you know, NOAA or the the National Whatever Weather Service, Mm -hmm. the NWS, Mm -hmm. um, calling that a high heat index, there's a big difference between spending most of your year in Colorado, let's say, right, which is a very temperate climate and obviously going into the very cold climate. When you hit a 90 degree heat index, like that's like, wow, oh my God, like this is, you know, Mm -hmm. that, that happens very rarely. Mm -hmm. there. In our case, that happens almost every day, right? So even the ordinance itself has this concept of acclimatization in it, right? Which again, makes sense when you're in an environment that heat hardly ever happens. Here, we are almost naturally... All acclimated to to that kind of heat, so that's kind of where you know where the where the where the fight is over the the heat index versus the. That's one of the things that you guys that's are trying to things. work on to change. Yes, but but I'm going to tell you where we are now. If you're ready to move to 100%. that point, I just wanted to to uh, you know say kind of where we are today, right? Yes. Which is that once that passed out of the health committee, we mobilized and formed a coalition with the construction industry, and again, this came at everybody as as a pretty big surprise. So we we have formed. An organization, not an organization, a coalition. We got a loose coalition. So it's other associations, but now in the construction world. Correct. Okay. So there are, you know, seven organizations, two of them from. Who are two, they? Can you say who, what, which association? Yeah, uh, if I remember them. So BASF, CASF, ABC, AGC, and then the engineering ECA, which is the engineering contract. Also FNGLA. Yeah. Florida and Farm FNGLA Bureau. And Florida Farm Bureau. And Costa. You're not an association. We're part of you're part of Farm FNGLA. Bureau and FNGLA. Okay. Yes. So for you guys listening, these are seven, eight massive associations in Dade County that are also all over the state. But let's say specifically here in Dade County, they have come together to try to work on what they can do to combat it. And yet it hasn't been, you guys haven't had a one-on-one with this organization that has proposed it. We we have had a one-on-one. You have. And, and what we have proposed and what our position is, is that we stand behind education and training mm-hmm. and not behind a new agency. Yeah, and new yeah. regulations and, and, and again, this new agency funded by fines. No. That, so that what we're fighting for now is let's turn this into an education and training program. And which I feel and would be they great. do not want that. They don't want that. No. But I feel like that's where you would start. You know, you, you got to give people a chance. So you start with educating. Everyone needs to get certified or everyone needs to take, let's say, a class, a video, something, you know, two hours of whatever it is on a on a, on an email that's blasted out. Then now you can watch it. And now you learn and you got to get a paper signed that all your employees watched it. So they understand, just like we have that for pesticides. We do that every single year. Yep, the that's WPS. Every year it has to happen. So that's already in place for that. There should be something in place for this if this, if this is something that is so major. But, and that's where is the need? They still haven't proven a good need for it. Yeah. And that, yeah, that and that's a great point, right? Is to 
to take some time to figure out what because, is the I mean, actual why? need. What yeah. are the conditions? No, where you know, where are the employees that are you know screaming up at the top of their lungs, hands up? Hey, this is horrible. I'm being treated like this. I don't know. I I I employ a decent amount of people, and I have never had that happen. If they need hats, they get hats. Yeah, you want the cool shirts, the ones that cool your body. Yeah, whatever exactly. you want. Let's make it happen. I know it's hot out there. I'm out there all day too. So it's crazy. Yeah, so that's where we are in this uh, battle. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this will come before the Board of Commissioners um, at some point. And so getting into, you know, what we can do. The most important thing that we need people to do is call their commissioners. Okay. And before the only voices that were being heard were the WeCount voices okay. and the labor, you know, organization. They were the voices. ones calling. And um, they need to call every single commissioner and ask them to vote no on the heat ordinance. Okay, we have a we have a list, guys, that's been provided. We're going to probably do you think we could put that down in the in the bio or down underneath in the description? Every single commissioner's number and, and name, name, number, and email addresses. And and I, you know, I know we're we're a text and email kind of society, but the phone calls matter. Yeah. Like, take the time. Um, you know, at this point, they're asking just for are okay. you opposed or for it? for it? So it, you know, it shouldn't take you more than twenty five minutes to call all of them. All of them. Um, it's really important to get those phone calls out. The second thing that we'll you know put in the description. This, Yes, is a link for a petition. That is something that, you know, we do have commissioners that are standing behind us, right? And that see this for what it is. And so they, they I think that, that for them, it's important to see the amount of support that this opposition has. Yeah. You know, it's kind of a double negative. Yeah. For them to understand that the people are opposed to this. Yeah, that there's a large amount of people that are against it. Yeah, because this at the end of the day is catastrophic for this industry and it'll drive a lot of people out of this industry. You know, I mean, who people are paycheck to paycheck. Uh, most, you know, I would say 50% of the industry is struggling right now. Rents went up. Every, everything. Yeah. And now Atlanta, you throw this on I mean, top. as owners of businesses, I mean, if we're going to get sued just because someone's upset yeah. or they get. Well, um, we didn't call them every two hours. Right. Mm-hmm. And then they turn us in. Then we get the fines for that many people in the field. And then you get the lawsuits. I mean, who wants to stay in business in no. Miami-Dade County when no. you have that happening? No, no one will. Yeah. And, and by the way, if you're a landscaper and you're kind of sitting there being like. I'm good. They're next. You're you next, know, guys. I, like it's, No, and it's not just that. Not but where it's going to end. No, but this is how it affects. So how does it affect you? So you're a landscaper. How does it affect you? I'm good. I don't have any worries. Yeah, you do, because where are you going to buy the plants to make the installs? They're going to be more expensive. Where are you going to get them at? That's, or, or, that's or, or, or where you're going to get them, yeah. You know, so that's something to think about, too. So if you're listening and you're like, oh, I'm, I'm good, call for your buddy that has a nursery that you love him, that you guys have a great relationship, that you buy the product off him. Call for him and make that happen. Yeah, agriculture and, agriculture and construction are, you know, two of the biggest industries in this in county. Florida, yeah. So again, everybody should care about this. Everybody. Everybody should care about yeah, because this. Because it can it put a halt overall- on, it'll put a, it'll put a halt on construction, which uh, good and bad for some people, depending on what side you sit on, but it'll put, they could put a massive But it halt. drives our economy. It can put a massive halt. And then why is it just these two industries? Why? Um, it's very discriminatory because of just being agriculture and construction. Yeah, there's a lot of other industries. You're a car wash, you do the car detailing, boat detailing. You know, you, there's 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 an array. You're a fisherman. Mm-hmm. Now now you got to make sure you look over to, to Chip, you know, that's there baiting the line for you and tell him, hey, make, give me some water or, or or drink some water. It's 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 discriminatory towards these two industries. And, and one other point to make is that OSHA is actively yeah. addressing new standards or revised standards, let's say, mm-hmm. for heat that would apply nationwide. Like, just let OSHA do their jobs. 
Do you guys yeah. know if there's these ordinances in other states like Arizona, like Texas, that get way hotter than we do? There are. It's either six or seven states that have them. And I'm going to rattle off a few of them. Washington State, California, Nevada, Minnesota, and I think New Mexico. So generally Western states mm-hmm. and all of those states work together with their local OSHA. So they don't have this. a regulatory scheme or the the fine structure that this has. They piggyback off of the 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 already existing OSHA fines. Yeah. So I, what, what I love about this is there's a lot of you guys involved that are really high ups and all these organizations that are, you know, fighting against this for us. Guys, they're fighting against it for these industries. They're basically our voice that's out there trying to make it right. It's like we're not against it 100%, but we are against all these fine print things that do not make any sense. And we already have things implemented. So I'm, I'm just very glad that we have people like you that have dedicated so much time because you guys... I'm, I'm sure you dream about this at this point. But, they're not know, called dreams. Exhausted. So. Yeah, they're not dreams. You don't dream. They're called nightmares. They're called nightmares. <laughs> you know, of just all of this stuff and how this can just really ratify the whole industry and the whole county. You know, I don't think they understand to what extent it could it can be taken and how drastic of ordinance it is when, when you read the fine print. And we all love our employees. We want our employees to thrive. Mm-hmm. We want them to be landlords one day and own real estate and, and, and climb up the ladder. And, and they got to buy <laughs> we we love it, but it yeah. can be done if 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 there's walls that are bigger than we can climb put in front of us. It's easier to just cash out and leave, and it's gonna put it will put a lot of people out of business. I see that. Yeah, I agree. But it's right. just a form Players, of control and it, coming in and looking over your shoulder. It's like Big Brother just watching everything you do. And next time they're gonna be and, telling and, us how to go to the bathroom. Me, for me, the, the commissioners, it's like, guys, you guys worked so hard to make Miami-Dade County what it is today, to mm-hmm. get the richest people from all over the world to come to Miami and start up their business. We have Amazon here. We have so much, so going, much on. going on, so much power. You have people doing high rises. We have a billion dollar bridge being built. And now you want to do this that's going to really end construction and agriculture? I mean, it's, agriculture it's a, did $36.4 billion last year in the state of Florida. And a lot of it came from here. It's, it's a bad look for the county. It, but but it's like we take 20 steps up and then now we get hit 19 back. Same thing with what happened with the labor. It's like, come on, guys, wake up, smell the coffee. This is not good, in my opinion. No, but my, you're, right? you're spot on. We're with you. We're with you. <laughs> so if you guys want, who is the lead commissioner or person that would, would actually, let's say, at the top of all of this when it comes to signing the bill? So Commissioner McGee, which so happens to be the commissioner, I think, for this Have area. you talked to Commissioner McGee? Sort of. You have? Would you like to tell Mr. McGee? No, listen, I, you know, with- Is there something you would like of, to say to them? With, with all of the commissioners, what I'd like to ask is inform yourself. Give yourself the time and the space to talk to not just We Count. You mm-hmm. know, talk to people in construction, talk to people in agriculture. Understand this is a knee-jerk reaction to a very emotional issue. Okay, somebody says, how can you be against it? I had this conversation with my kids, by the way. Mm-hmm. Mom, what are you fighting? And it, it's more nuanced than mm-hmm. that. It's mm-hmm. not just about providing water, rest and shade. We can all agree to that. Mm-hmm. We all agree to that. Mm-hmm. This is much more nuanced. But that tagline of water, rest and shade, that's all that's being spoken about. That's all that they the are taking in. The <laughs> and so that's all that they're promoting. Yeah. yeah. So my appeal is, please inform yourself. It's not as simple as it sounds. 
There's millions of people in these industries that you can talk to. Would you have something you would like to say to them? Just understand how it's going to affect businesses that already take care of their employees. And any bad actors out there, there's already an avenue to turn them in and to get uh, to bring them in line. So it's just there's really no need for this new heat ordinance. Yeah. And if I had something to say, it would be educate, educate, not just yourselves, but educate the people Mm -hmm. in the industry. And let's start with that. Thank you, guys. Thank you. This was Thank great. You. This was awesome. Guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, a lot of information was spoken about here. Like she said in the description below, you're going to get all the numbers. If there's a, if you guys really feel like you want to fight against this, or if you don't, you can reach out to all the commissioners there. Call the phone numbers. It takes about 20, 25 minutes to do so. All you got to do is tell them, hey, I'm calling in regards to the heat ordinance. And I would like for the commissioner to vote no against mm-hmm. it or yes for it, whatever it is. But do your due diligence. Like I said, if you have a friend, a buddy that is affected, that could be affected by this, reach out, share the episode, blast it out, let people know that this is actually going down. It could be the 17th or it could be a further prolonged. But regardless, it's something that you have to call because not too many people know about it. It's kind of been on the hush and now it's trying to, you know, ramp it up so moment. everyone knows, get momentum. So share this with all your nursery buddies, all your landscape buddies, all your friends in the industry and do your part because if it passes, it means you guys didn't do your part. So... Call the commissioners. Call the commissioners. Complain. Known. Call every day. Every day. <laughs> if you no have, limit. No you limit have, on how many. If you have a hundred employees, call. have them sit down one day yep. and just call all day. Guys, God bless. Stay tuned. You already know our next episode is going to be fire. We're going to keep bringing you guys relevant content. All right, for the green industry. God bless you guys. Have an awesome day. Bye. Thank you for listening to this edition of The Plant Movement. Willie and Eddie invite you to connect with them on Instagram at both The Plant Movement Podcast and A's Ornamental Nursery. Those links are in the show description. Please leave us a well-worded five-star review on Apple Podcasts to help others find the show. And remember to tap the follow button so that you'll be notified when the next edition of The Plant Movement is available. This has been a Plant Movement Network and Mr. Producer production.